0: All right. Check one, two. Check one, two. You wanna give me some audio there.
1: Um, generally masculine sounds, heavy metal
0: and chainsaws. Gears of War. Hi, welcome to the Try Podcast, where we talk about video games. We're talking about movies, anime now. Apparently, yeah, we're fucking multimedia at this point. That alone is gonna get us copyright. Watch the show. No. <laughs> it's the So when we were deciding, what I just also realized, Mm. I start pretty much every intro with the word so, so I'm going to like try and not do that. Yeah,
1: dude, I know. I actually suggested you still do because one of the biggest notes that I got when I was being observed, getting my teaching license was, Uh you say so too much. I was like, so does everybody. Fuck (laughs) (laughs) off. What else are you going to say? However, like, yeah. no one's saying that. No one's going to say, I used, I, I used um and so too much. So,
0: <laughs> fuck the world. Use whatever you want to say. Bienvenido, Cogs. Welcome to, uh... <laughs> welcome to the Drive force Podcast. <laughs> that was that one instead of Bienvenido. so. Bienvenido. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but nope. we're we're talking about <laughs> gears of war today're we mm-hmm. talking <laughs> yeah, all right I'm good <laughs> talking specifically about the first one mm-hmm. and um I remember we were deciding what we were gonna do uh today because rain isn't able to uh, join us this evening, yeah. which um they had something they have to take care of but so we're deciding what we want to do and Zach and I were driving home from I think Taco Bell right yes. yeah yes, and he's just like gears of war and I'm like huh, he's like, you know, I, I thought I'd just spitball that because you are a male <laughs> born between the years of 1993 and 1997. <laughs> so, and you were in high school around 2006. I figured I'd just throw that out there, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I definitely was. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it was an
1: easy choice. Very um, easy choice. This game series was a big deal for a very long time. Mm-hmm and then it was very not very quickly but the yeah, other...
0: <laughs> it really like fell out super quick
1: but then the but the first couple of games fire like gears 1 through oh, 3 yeah. great so good man um so yeah i mean gears of war we were just kind of thinking about it and has it has its own very specific i think place in video
0: games that were out at that time it and does and i was thinking about this when when i was like starting up and researching this this is like the weird third brother to like Halo and Call of Duty. Halo and Call of Duty were doing their own thing; like they were in direct competition with each other. Mm. But then Gears of War came out from the fucking left field. This is like the—is the term redheaded stepchild okay? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, are redheads really a protected
1: group? No, Can you I, think? I don't of? know. Like. <laughs> We like to, I like to comment on the old redhead but maybe not in so far as like the idea of a child being neglected, you know. No,
0: no, definitely not. But like I don't know how uh, the black sheep of the family. I was working you towards
1: know? more of like categorizing them. Like I think like Halo is definitely the keyboard warrior kid who mm. spends too much time arguing mm-hmm. about Star Wars and Star Trek online. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty is the jock um Big man on campus style, but is insufferable to be around. Yep. And uh, Gears of War is the uh, child who is maybe the youngest, but is the only one in the heavy metal band.
0: Oh, shit. You know,
1: like that's really the kid. He's the
0: goth kid. He's
1: definitely the goth stepchild. He's the goth youngest child of the the shooting games of that time. I'll definitely agree with you there.
0: I I, love that. Yeah, no. It was definitely. It was the same but different, you know. It took that whole genre of shooter games and turned it on its head and gave it really strange mechanics for yeah. the time. Because
1: a lot of it was FPS, a lot
0: of it was first person shooter, and yeah, this is, is one a of third the third person it was shooter, right? only one of the
1: only three PSs that were was, was very popular for a while. Yeah. So let's talk about it, shall we? Let's do it. Um, 2006 release date. Epic Games, Microsoft. Released-
0: oh God, Fortnite is the same, the same studio that made Fortnite oh, made boy. Gears of War. I'm not surprised. Oh, no. <laughs> Initially, as an
1: exclusive title for the Xbox 360, uh, before Microsoft Windows version of the game um, developed in conjunction with People Can Fly Studios, was released in 2007. Um, game Story can be single or co-op. Focuses on a squad of troops who insist in completing a desperate last ditch attempt to end a war against a gen- genocidal subterranean enemy known as the Locus.
0: Now that was also really cool because where Call of Duty was more a like human versus human war, it was more of like a real world life simulator, mm-hmm. real world war simulator, uh Halo was humanity Bands together to fight aliens, you mm-hmm. know, to fight aliens in outer space and to go from planet to planet to go and you know save their race. But Gears of War literally took the opposite approach, where bugs. <laughs> Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> like the aliens are coming from below. Like I thought that was so fucking cool. It's
1: creepy, man. The locusts were creepy. They it, were uh, yeah. definitely a threat, and I agree, it's definitely a threat coming from the other direction.
0: I feel like it's almost worse, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, if there's, like, an exterior threat, at least you know there's other habitable worlds, and you could pro- possibly go there and get there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, if there's a subterranean threat, what the fuck? Like, it could be anywhere. I'd exclusively use an
1: outhouse. I wouldn't want to use any sort of indoor plumbing. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, just no. to hope to not see a locust face in my toilet. <laughs> yeah, like I totally agree. Like if you I have, know, I
0: think I take the direct opposite approach. I you... think I would go there and after a hard night of Taco Bell, just be like, "Take this, you dirty mole bugs."
1: Set- <laughs> uh, let's go into the setting and character, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Years of war <laughs> takes place on the planet Sarah.
0: You just hear like in the toilet.
1: On the planet Sarah. A liquid known as emulsion. Oh,
0: bad, bad time for that description.
1: (laughs) Becomes a highly valued power source after a scientist discovers how to use it. And the economic shot wave leads to several wars between nations.
0: Oh, we ever heard that before.
1: No, we're going to hear some more of that shit right now. Oh, boy. The Coalition of Ordered Governments, also known as COG... Because they're in the gears of war.
0: Title drop. We said it. Thanks, everybody. Originally
1: only existed as an obscure world government philosophy, but involved into a legitimate, though minor, political party during the 79-year-long Pendulum Wars. Great. Love to see it. Really, truly love to see it. Uh, I love when McCarthyism gets its own, like, section of the government. This really is
0: is super weird. Like, if McCarthyism really took hold in the 50s, this is the future. Like, but with mole bugs.
1: He's like let's let's find one thing to run everything and just hope nothing goes wrong. Yeah, what there would be no reason for a power struggle over that because everyone
0: would need it, right? Yeah, uh, it's literally the NWO like what come are you, to life. What are you doing? <laughs> Stupid! It's so
1: dumb. Why would you ever do that? The soldiers of the cog are known as gears after E Day or Emergence Day, they're really not even trying. Like they're straight up like not even like E Day? You didn't even get anywhere like you could like have obscured yourself somewhere else in the alphabet. Like yeah. instead of the, the the letter that directly precedes D in yeah. the alphabet. <laughs>
0: We uh, need we need a day. We need to make a World War Two reference. We're going to live on. Slide the fa- slide the alphabet counter over. Just one. <laughs> That'll be enough to throw e- them off e- our trail. Day.
1: Perfect. <laughs> they'll never they'll, they'll never notice. The I scarcely notice the difference. <laughs> um when the locusts begin their attack on humanity. So the emergence day, right? Yeah. Cog were only the ones who took the necessary steps to ensure the survival of human civilization, instituting martial law, and taking charge of the effort against the locusts.
0: You thoroughly enjoy seeing it. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Insane. This is literally every Midwesterner's fantasy right now. <laughs> like, I I wish I was kidding. Like, I really wish I was kidding. Use my guns for the government. <laughs> Um, well, that's that's the
1: Carmines. That's uh, that's car mines. literally the Carmines. I
0: love the Carmines.
1: Um, da, 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 da. one year after, uh, fourteen years later, the Cog is the only human government left on Sarah. One year after E Day, after losing battle after battle to the Locust, the Cog made the greatest sacrifice by using the Hammer of Dawn on human cities, giving the citizens of Sarah three days to evacuate to Jacinto Plateau.
0: Yeah. Oh. Wait a minute. Um, this is the entirety of the Gears uh, franchise right now because Jacinto, we don't we don't find out about until Gears Two. So this, if you could look at this Gears is the of...
1: setting. This is the setting of the Gears of War series, and then we're going into the plot of
0: the first game. Oh, okay. Um, but now I, I wanted to um, I wanted to say something about. Uh, I actually forgot what I wanted to say something about. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, please move on. Don't know what I'm supposed to do about that. <laughs> to me eventually. God! Wow. That was rough. Uh, Game primarily focuses
1: on Delta Squad and the main character Marcus Phoenix consisted with the squad consisting of Dominic Dom Santiago (laughs) Augustus the Coltrane Cole. Oh, baby. And Damon Baird, who I was granted an extreme compliment earlier oh, yeah. before we started this when you compared
0: us earlier. Do you, do you want Zach Pence's personality? <laughs> do you want to know what it's like to be friends with him? Do you want to know our dynamic as a group? Look at the interactions between Augustus Cole and Damon Baird, and that is is what it's like to be in a room (laughs) with Zach Penzer and myself. Uh, Again, I wish he wasn't correct.
1: (laughs) Side characters such as- Wait, (laughs) would that make Rain our Marcus Phoenix? (laughs) Yeah. The only one capable of doing anything? Yeah. Pretty much. I would mention, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Side characters such as Private Anthony Carmine and Lieutenant Min Young Kim, Lieutenant Anya Stroud, and the elderly stranded man known as Chaps also aid Delta Squad throughout the narrative. Players take control of Phoenix in the campaign, and when co-op mode, the second player controls Dominic Dom Santiago. Mm -hmm. Love that man. All four Delta Squad members are available for play during multiplayer games along with Carmine Kim and Colonel Victor Hoffman in addition to various Locust characters as well. Marcus Phoenix, voiced by none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. John DiMaggio.
0: You know, I'm so glad that Adventure Time came out, because, like, after being Bender from Futurama and then going to the Red Hood in the Joker movie, in that... The uh, Joker Joker in the the Red Red Hood Hood movie, movie, sorry. And then doing, um... And then doing... I had, uh, and then doing Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. You know, I like, I just can't believe that he took his retirement to do Jake the fucking dog in Adventure Time. And I'm so glad, I'm really glad that he got to do that, you know, because I'm listening to him talk in Gears of War and I'm like, how are his vocal cords still alive? How are they not shredded to pieces at this point? You know, that is a consummate professional. He's the best.
1: He's right. the only man for me.
0: Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. An unbelievable choice. Now I just need to see Jake the dog with a lancer and a bandana, and then we're all good to go. Finn!
1: <laughs> <laughs> just climbing the Ice King's Palace with the, the side of the Ripper. Like
0: Finn is dressed like Dom. It's just like, heaven. we haven't found Princess Bubblegum yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: unbelievable.
0: <laughs> Um, the the game's
1: plot begins 14 years after Emergence Day when the Locust Horde overran and killed many so- COG soldiers and civilians declaring war against humanity. Marcus Phoenix, a former COG soldier is reinstated into the military after spending four years in prison for abandoning his military pro- post in order to make a vain attempt to save his father, Adam Phoenix.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, that's that's heavy. That's how it starts. I mean, to think that even now, even while everything's going on, you have someone like, <laughs> like Marcus Phoenix, and you're like, no, you, you just you sit in your in your timeout box. You you didn't you were in that your post. You you forgot your post. You <sighs> didn't do it right.
0: Fuck the military, bro. I yeah, cannot. I, I just can't imagine that. You know what I mean? Like, in a war where like. If it was human on human war, I could kind of get it, because then they could go over to the other side. Sure. But, like, this is a literal war for human survival. From from the mole bugs. Yeah, I don't know if there are criminals in a war (laughs) war war, like that. In a war against the mole
1: bugs, there are no criminals. There are
0: no criminals, because they're all fighting the mole bugs. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand.
1: All it would take is an attack of mole bugs to truly unite us as a species. (laughs) Honestly, man. Um, and then we'd go right back to it because we're dumb True. (laughs) Dominic Dom Santiago Marcus's best friend and fellow Cog successfully extracts Phoenix from the prison and takes him to meet Delta Squad the group then seeks to obtain the quote resonator a device that will map quote the hollow the caverns which the locust inhabit and later deploy the light mass bomb Mm, inside the hollow which will destroy the heart of the locust forces inside Phoenix and his allies recover the device, but suffer multiple casualties in the process, including Anthony Carmine, starting a Gears of War precedent.
0: Oh, Anthony Carmine! Of
1: every single Carmine getting capped in these. (laughs) Oh man. Every one of them is dead. Like,
0: like a, uh, Anthony Carmine, Ben Carmine. Ben Carmine.
1: And then there's Colton Carmine, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think is. he's the one that survives.
0: I think he's the last one. Yeah. And, a, B, C, D. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's literally the joke. Uh, but, like, I hate that, man. I, I was so upset with Anthony. Got Just got fucking murked. Like, crazy. Just, just- to. Just to expose the fact that there are snipers in the area. I love. No, I honestly, I get it, and it can't. When
1: it happens to like a beloved character, it can really suck. But yeah. I really love a pull the rug out from under you kill, like a pull the rug out from under you headshot, and everybody has to scramble for cover, yeah. Actually, losing you know a b- losing a friend in the process. That's a
0: hell of a plot point for me personally. Yeah, that, and then it, they did that in Halo Reach too. With oh, Kat. big time! Like, oh my! What all God. the time? So fucking crazy. I uh, know what? I kind of agree. But at the same time, it sucked to see my boy Anthony get moved. True. Wrecked. And they killed Kim, too. They killed the squad they, leader. They did kill. Oh, my God. When he they was the squad Kim. leader. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, that was ho- a hor- kill. Horrific. 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 I love I love when Nemesis made a cameo in Gears of War. Oh, that was my, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fleeing Rams forces, for, uh, Phoenix leads the remaining soldiers through the ruins of... Epifra, I don't know, Ephra, Ephria, to cl- reclaim a Junker APC, or Armored Personnel Vehicle, drive to a mining facility, and finally into the planet's depths.
0: Ooh, uh, this actually brings it up, because I remembered what I was going to say before. We said that this takes place on a planet called Sarah. Is Sarah. that Earth? Like, is that supposed to be Earth? Like, I just don't... I don't understand. Um, or is it like a perfectly, you know, parallel world where humans are just tree trunks from toe to head? It's the it's. The <laughs> <laughs> I think you can kind of not uh,
1: think that that is the the case. Um, it's the plural of serums. So I thought it was always a joke about how um, there's like all the emulsion underneath the planet, and it's like there's like a bunch of serums and just like chilling. I guess underneath so. There. Sarah, it's just you know like Sarah sounds like Terra, which sounds like Earth, you know I guess so,
0: who knows, huh, so it might it might be like um an off world planet, you know could be yeah, I know I never
1: thought it was earth i I thought that there was some sort of alternate earth happening, but I could be wrong, I don't know. Huh. It was two thousand six. I was yeah. not really uh, too on top of things. <laughs> the only
0: reason I say that is because at the end when you're when you hear from the Queen locust, you know, oh yeah, yeah, fuck a big thing. So she's talking about like humanity has been waging wars like this for millennia, and we've sat here and watched them. And I'm like, so humans evolved on this world then they must have, yes, you know. Which is why it's probably like super weirdly parallel to us. I don't think it's Earth. I think it's like a parallel earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I'm I'm in I mean that that kind of takes
1: the I think the heavy lifting out of out of the like lore in writing it, I should imagine. Yeah. Like, no, we're not doing this on Earth. Screw it. I'm not I'm not telling you what happens to Chicago and Milwaukee. I don't give a <laughs> That's shit. Fair. Like, you know, like you know and I, I I respect that. You know,
0: it's 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 a streamlining of the plot. Yeah, it's a very easy way to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And you know, making up these own like, making up these own crazy cities, obviously basing them on our, our own cities, but making it up just leaves so much open to be written. And I love that. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say,
1: for the just mindlessness of the combat, oh yeah, it had a decent story. I always kind of respected. I respected the storytelling of of Gears of War. I I
0: loved the story of Gears of War. It was very sci-fi horror war game, and I loved it. Uh, Delta Squad
1: successfully detonates the resonator, so they detonate the resonate. Uh, But the device fails to map enough of the tunnel network. They discover a larger map of the network that originates from Marcus Phoenix's old home, specifically his father, Adam Phoenix's laboratory. The group ventures to the Phoenix estate at East Barricade Academy. (laughs) Because why would you spend more than a minute and a half thinking of a name
0: for this? No, I went to West Barricade Academy. (laughs) We're enemies now. That's
1: just a direction in a military term. Yeah. You can't do that. It's you can't just go like, I went to North Helicopter Academy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, I see that you're a South Flame Retardant Gloves Academy man yourself. Ridiculous.
0: Are you in the UAV club? <laughs> no, I was
1: in the APC club, actually. Thank you. It's in the COG club, oh, I want to no. fucking die so stupid. <laughs> uh, where Phoenix originally attempted to rescue his father, um, when they arrive, Delta encounters heavy locust resistance. After collecting the data, the group fights their way past locust forces and boards a train not a coal train, but a train carrying a literal train carrying the light mass bomb. That's sure lucky. Like, yeah. Imagine that they love that they're like, get on the train, get on the train. We're, we're you know, we gotta get out of here. And it's like,
0: oh, hey, oh. look at this shit. Oh, hey, I actually think this there is was... some pretty cool
1: nuclear bombs.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: we're taking it, me. we're bringing it back. We're bringing it
1: back. <laughs> no podcast is safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the light, the what was it? The light mask bomb did, in fact, launch some pretty cool bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: my god. Oh my god. <gasps> um, so, General Ram, right? That's a guy. Yep. We didn't talk about him. Um, but we did say fleeing Ram's forces earlier. <laughs> so, no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so, that's great. After collecting the data, the group fights their way past Locust forces and boards a train carrying the light mass bomb. Phoenix and Santiago bar- battle their way through the train and are able to defeat the Locust General Ram, who is, yeah. like, the, the big bad of
0: this game. I made the Nemesis joke before, but it was very apt, as uh, he looks very much like Nemesis. Very similar. He's huge. Like, he's fucking massive. A uh, big boy. I'd say, like, if... I think Marcus Phoenix is like canonically like 6'5, six, 6'6 six, six or something like that. I'll try to find it. Um if that is the case, General Ram is easily 8'9. <laughs> he is fucking stacked. He's enormous. <laughs> He's a thick thick lad, just um, an absolutely thick. Wow. Boy. Um How
1: tall is Marcus Phoenix? Right now we're currently at um Wow.
0: I'm curious now.
1: Uh and I have it in, in meters or Okay.
0: Tell me. Uh one point six six meters? One point six six meters. So well, I'm two meters. So... so he's like six one? Jesus Christ. No, hang on, wait. Let's see. One let's see meters. This is important, guys. Hang on. Uh meters two. The... To... This
1: podcast brought to you by the metric system.
0: <laughs> Why are we not using it?
1: Metric system.
0: Uh <laughs> Use One, it a... 1.66 meters. I don't know, bro. Let Look me at see. it. Let me see. How tall is Marcus Phoenix? Oh my god, Connor is taller than Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Marcus Phoenix is 5'4. No, he's not. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> he's a small boy. <laughs> <It's> no- <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. This game no, is... no,
1: no, 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 no. The, oh the official Gears fandom wiki has him at 6'1". <laughs> okay. 1.85 this...
0: meters. <laughs> there is, this game would have been so much different if Marcus <laughs> was <laughs> under 5'5". Five five. Dumb. Just <laughs> a scrappy little leprechaun of a man. <laughs> And they're all the same height He can stand
1: up straight behind any of the cover <laughs> barriers that you have. He doesn't have to like go and put a shoulder down.
0: i like, there is no way I'm as tall as General Ram. There's we have, no way.
1: <laughs> we have the uh we have the same middle name. Marcus Michael Phoenix.
0: Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's um cool. General Ram. I'll see if we can find a a cannon
0: height on that lad, because it is it's big. Speaking of cannons, he has one oh. and uh he's um he just holds it like a he, regular gun. He does really
1: do look like Nemesis. You're right. Right? Um, It's really really being scant on the details here. Oh, my God. <laughs> God you, you're not ready at all. Okay. How big is he? This man is capping off at a
0: towering 10 feet tall. Oh. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. Oh no! Um,
1: Phoenix and Santiago battle their way through the train and are able to defeat General Ram and his ten foot ass before up- <laughs> uploading the data. Fully activated, the light mess bomb launches into the hollow and eradicates the local uh, the locust tunnel networks, which is a fucking joke because they they clearly. <laughs> have plenty more for us over the series actually
0: you you had a slip of the tongue there but it actually ended up being correct what do you mean local locust infestation (laughs) it's like only to that area
1: yeah it's true it's kind of like when you get ants in your house they're everywhere Um, uh, in the game's final sequence Hoffman delivers a victory speech as the tunnels collapse and explode whereupon the voice of the locust queen promises that the locusts will continue to fight onward despite their losses game is over
0: you know it's it is really really crazy because when um, when you fight general ram actually at the beat, at the end of the game I think he says something like uh, for the queen or save the queen or something like that hmm and my first thought um, the fascist regime I, I was like wow you know this game really is the analog to the British I didn't know that uh, so Ooh. Uh, but it's fine maybe I should teach it yeah definitely <laughs> All right, kids, listen up. <laughs> so this is what the British did. This is a Lancer. Uh, I mean, let's, it kind of did. You know, the British kind of did do that in the early 1700s. Yeah. So, uh, Pretty famous for it, actually. Yeah, On average, there's a British Independence Day every seven days. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um I, I really did love the fact that they introduced the Locust Queen like that because... Yeah you know we we were thinking that ram was the big boy you yeah. know and he's like save the queen and we're like what queen and we're like okay you know what fuck it we'll just take her out with the with the bomb you know and then we see the we see the light mass bomb actually go into the locust hollow and blow them all up like we see a bunch of corpses coming out of holes we see a bunch of um what are they called the the big ones with the guns like um brumox brumox oh yeah tough yeah, as yeah, a brumox yep absolutely and we see uh the reavers and everything get blown up We're like oh yeah this is awesome and then you hear the queen it's like you know this is basically only like a part of the hive like this is really it you know and then we immediately immediately after we see all these things get blown up we just see another army of locusts and I'm like, "Oh, no." <laughs> yeah, it's really like that. It's it's a game that
1: like kind of banked on having a sequel. Yeah. And that's good because it was a hit upon release um apparently on november 7th 2006 the day it was released it became the most popular game on xbox live until the release of halo 3 which is fucking hysterical yeah it's like get the fuck out of the way
0: marcus the adults are talking yeah i mean let's be real when you're stacked against halo 3 in its prime like imagine coming off halo 2 and being the most popular Xbox game. Yeah. Imagine competing with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And it managed to. And it competed. It, it it held its own. That is an incredible feat for a game like that. I specifically remember my brother used to work at GameStop, and he was telling me about Gears of War, and I was like, holy shit, you know what? Uh, you know what? I'll try I oh, Gears of War, I'll let's go. And then I played it, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> this is incredible like, I, it felt super loose and clunky at first but only because it's a third person shooter yeah. and I wasn't used to that no way but like once you get the hang of it like the mechanics are so fucking cool dude like the just I, I remember looking at this the whole time while I was playing this game again the reload system so cool such a cool idea you know, you can actually have your gun jam. Whenever you hit reload, you have to time it at a little like progress bar at the yeah. top. And it gets this little white part of the bar and then these little gray parts of the bar and then two black parts of the bar. If you hit the reload button again, you have to stop the the little slider wherever it goes. Yeah. If you hit it within the white bar, you get a perfect reload. If you yeah. hit it within the gray, you get a good reload. And then if you hit it within the black, your gun jams.
1: Yeah. It was meant to kind of show like an actual like the actual problems of conflict and combat. Yeah. Like it was meant to be a little bit more. I mean, for having chainsaw guns, it was meant to try oh, to be yeah. a little bit of real realistic in where it could be.
0: I really appreciated that, which was really cool. And if you hit it like if you got a perfect reload, your bullets were stronger which I yes. really thought was, you know, weird, but cool. Um, and then let's talk about the Lancer. And we just talk about the one of the most iconic guns of the I 2001 to 2015 era. I can still hear it in my head. It's so The amount of time, because I, you know me. You know how I play video games. You I'm know 40. I had on with a lens. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know how you play video games. Yeah. yeah. So the amount of times I heard, bring it! <laughs> oh, man. So it was a gun with a fucking chainsaw, chainsaw on the end of it. On, and no man. slouch of
1: a chainsaw, too. Those were some teeth.
0: Those were some fucking teeth. Imagine being 14 in 2008 and said, here's a gun with a chainsaw on it. Go and blow up these mole bugs. Say less. Like, I was like, you had me at gun with chainsaw.
1: Like, that was it. Can I put it between their legs and bisect them from the penis upward?
0: Yes! Perfect! <laughs> I couldn't be more excited for yeah,
1: this. Yeah, the chainsaw takedowns were crazy. You oh, could do the between so the legs. Good. You could cut them in half the the from the chest. Oh my god. And um all like the 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 fact that you could weaken enemies and then like execute them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shotgun a favorite <sighs> gun in the game. So good. B when you used a shotgun like a fucking nine iron and just <sighs> oh Haunted someone's head off.
0: Man. Oh, so Crazy. good. So
1: hyper-masculine. Such, such just a, it's yeah. just,
0: it was just doom with more story. Like It, was it really, really was, man. <laughs> it really was just doom without the religious connotation. Yeah, without you a doubt. Know, I thought that was amazing.
1: And clearly some people wanted that. Game uh, sold 3 million copies within 10 weeks of launch. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it became fastest-selling video game of 2006, second most played on Xbox Live in 2007, and sixth best-selling Xbox 360 game of all time. Man,
0: that's... Wow. Bananas.
1: Truly that bananas. That is bananas. <laughs> bananas. Truly outrageous, actually. And uh, I obviously... remember Gears
0: 2, man. I remember the hype for Gears 2. Yeah. And, like, I, I remember... I think I played Gears 2 way more than I played Gears 1, because... I've been starting Gears 2, and I'm like, wow, I remember literally every scene of this. Like, I remember every line. I remember all of these characters. Gears 1 almost felt like a totally different game to me. Yeah. You know, because it just goes to show you how much better. I mean, the the first game was amazing. Uh, it was, I can't. I, I'm like, I'm gushing. I'm really just gushing about this, because it's just so... I mean, and they were, too. Like, let's be real. Yeah, and they the were gushing am- blood, for sure. The amount of fucking blood in this game. I think, honestly... You know how, like, when we were younger, we had, like, all of these emotions and pent-up feelings? Yeah. Like, I think this is the game that got it out for most of us.
1: Sure. And I think that those games were common knowledge, and those were the ones that were, like, almost on, like, the ban list. yeah. Like, yeah, among, yeah. like... This really
0: was the Mortal Kombat of shooters.
1: It kind of was. Like everyone knew that this game was just oppressively violent. (laughs) And so they're like, Don't let your kids play with the war of gears. Don't let <laughs> don't let it happen. Otherwise, this
0: was the boomer's worst nightmare.
1: Otherwise like, they'll turn to drink. I don't know,
0: like turn to drink.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the fuck people were so worried about. Um, but yeah, I mean it was kind of a game where it was like, Yeah, this is the experience you're going to you know, you're gonna be covered in blood. If you go into Gears 2, you know, you might find yourself in the stomach of something. You know, what can you do? Oh, God. Um, Can we do
0: a Gears 2 episode soon? If
1: if the people react positively to this one, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. Because I just, I have so much to talk about about Gears 2. There were so many things I wanted to do in Gears 1 that Gears 2 was just like, I'm going to give you. Literally everything you wanted from Gears 1. And yeah. then I'm gonna throw some other crazy shit at you, and you're gonna love it. And my mm-hmm. I think 15 year old brain at the time was like, I my brain could only take so much serotonin.
1: <laughs> Please. Do, do whatever you want with me, you magic man.
0: <laughs> I like your funny words, magic man. Literally. Oh man. Um,
1: But Gears 1, I think it did a great job of incorporating the uh the protagonist into the um the lore in the series. I think it did a good job setting up the world and the conflict because from pretty much here on out it's it's all locust queen all the time for the yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah, uh yeah. so, you know, General Ram got his way out of her and um he makes way for really probably one of the fucking coolest uh antagonists in all of uh in all of games, which is scourge, yeah, that's my fucking <laughs> boy right there, dude <laughs> yes. um so yeah, clearly, I think we we've talked about Gears one, I think you know there's uh there's very little else to say other than the fact yeah. that it's a good game, it's the first game in a series. it's kind of like the first child in a family you have to yeah. kind of you have to kind of bear the burden.
0: It is really cool how like the story was told though. You know, we, the opening shot is Marcus in prison. And, you know, from a storytelling perspective, this game was brilliant. You know, why the fuck is he in prison? And then everyone's calling him a traitor. Why is Why is everyone calling him a traitor? But everyone kind of loves him. But why are they calling him a traitor? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then there's a level where you have to go to the Phoenix estate, which is... <laughs> so, yeah, literally. I know, right? If Can anyone
1: imagine? shouldn't have an estate, this it's the Marcus, Phoenix <laughs> family. definitely the Phoenix family. Can you imagine Marcus Phoenix at the head of, like, a French course prepared <laughs> dinner, like, in a dicky and fucking... <laughs> Jibes! <laughs>
0: Pass the mustard. But he's in full armor all yeah. the time. Mar-
1: uh, Master Marcus, I believe we told you to put your dress bandana on tonight. <laughs>
0: he's cutting steak with the saw and the Absolutely. chainsaw. I love that. Absolutely. But, like, you go there and you find out, like, they just make no, you know, gestures to hide it, no nothing to hide it. It's just like, you have to go back, you know, this data came from the estate of your father, Marcus. You know, are you okay going back there? And he's like, fuck it, whatever. And you go there and you see it's this huge fucking mansion, and that opens up a whole new line of questions, like what the fuck happened to Marcus?
1: Yeah, what did you know? What did Marcus's family do for a living?
0: Exactly. And why does Marcus's dad have the entire Locust Hive mapped out? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: begs some questions. I yeah. think we've got. I think we've got like an Aaron a key in the basement kind of situation exactly. happening. Exactly. Maybe Adam Phoenix is the is the probably probably you know the, the cause for all of this.
0: What if Adam Phoenix is scourge? Maybe. You imagine? Drop your theories in the comments. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. I, re- I remember like just the amount of theories that I had about this game and then Gears of War 2 was like, "Hey, remember all those theories you had? Throw None of them were correct." Th- throw them out. Just fucking just throw them out. Get then rid of them. Go. <laughs> um, I just love the game, man. I just love 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 Mole Halo. It's yeah, so good. I really liked the multiplayer. The multiplayer was really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the first games I can remember playing with strangers on the internet. Yep. Um, it had a cool um the I liked the the running system that you not only ran but you also were dodging actively as yeah. you ran
0: the cover system was really cool
1: cover system yeah that was pretty important when it came to
0: multiplayer blind shooting over the barricades like that Ah, was really cool yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: i remember the characters reacted to the shots like they
0: didn't just let
1: them pass by and Mm -hmm. the the game like programmed little animations of them going like oh shit fuck i almost got hit by that like you know like uh so you love to see that attention to detail and Unfortunately, the only thing about, the only thing I have to say, the only thing that complaint that I have about Gears of War 1 is that it is in Gears of War 2 or 3.
0: Yeah. That's pretty much it. If that's, <laughs> if that's the only complaint in the series, you know. I mean, like Halo is like that too. You know, Halo 1 was a fucking phenomenal game, but Halo 2 and 3 were just so much better. You can't judge you know? a
1: series by its combat evolved, you know? Exactly. So.
0: Exactly. But then you go back and play Gears of War 1 and you just see that mechanically, nothing fucking changed no two or three it just became more
1: streamlined it became more user the the input lag yeah. uh went down the you know the the sensitivity of a lot of the guns went up and yeah and there's
0: the graphics got crisper of that's course, really it.
1: of course by the end uh, by the end i was like oh, wow these are visually stunning but i don't care what's happening in them i know so you know that's why I think Gears Three is the perfect sweet spot. Yeah, It's the perfect sweet spot of great graphics and fantastic writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Gears Four had personally. great
0: multiplayer. You know, it, it kind of suffered Halo syndrome by the end there. Yeah, you know, it did have great
1: multiplayer, but yeah. that's uh, that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked Old Marcus. Old Marcus was fun. I think Marcus Phoenix is definitely a very um, iconic video game character. Yeah, like, definitely. Since these since these games are very comp, uh, famous. You know, if you saw, for example, I remember seeing a meme when the Expendables movie came out with that had like every yeah. action movie star known to man inside of it, um, and they did one for video games with like Dante and Captain Falcon and Captain Falcon, Nathan Drake, and all these people that would be like a cool, like uh, you know, like badass team. And there he was, Marcus Phoenix, you know, yeah. the chief, you know, all these characters. Uh, gore- soap
0: uh- Soap? <laughs> soap from oh, Call of Duty from Call of Duty <laughs> yeah, Just I- a bar of soap <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Clean yourselves up, you dirty animals That should have a pair of soap shoes <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Sonic from Sonic Adventure yeah. 2 Battle, specifically For
1: sure Oh, man <laughs> um, But, yeah, I- I'm in on Mole Halo I'm all about Mole Halo. You know, it's, it's great. I think it's a I great series. I think it series. actually,
0: instead of Halo, it's b Beelo. <laughs> <B-lo>.
1: Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> I didn't think that's where. I think that's it. I think we've get out of here, I you think...
1: bee hole. Get out of here. <laughs>
0: Sick and tired of this.
1: Oh, man. I had to dig for that one. Yeah. I think that. Uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> what I wouldn't give for a gun with a chainsaw attached to it right now. <laughs> <laughs>